कृष्णा कृष्णा हरे हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे हे हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा कृष्णा कृष्णा हरे हरे हरे
कृष्ण कृष्ण हरे 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 रमा हरे रमा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे हरे गौरानिताय जय गौरानिता नीता गौरारि बो पाद परमहंस प्रभुचार्य सुश्रीमद ऐसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रोपाद की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जय नाम आचार्य शिलहरिदास ठाकुर की जय प्रेम से कहो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधार शिवासादि गौर भक्तवृंद की जय श्री श्री राधा कृष्ण गोप गोपीनाथ श्याम कुंड राधा कुंड गिर गोवर्धन की जय ब्रजभूमि वृंदावन धाम की जय मायापुर नवदीपधाम की जय गंगा माई की जय यमुना माई की जय तुलसी देवी की जय भक्ति देवी की जय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद्भागवतम की जय गौर प्रमानंदी ओल गुरुष्टु दिसंबर दिवाली सरे कृष्णा ओल गुरुष्टु दिसंबर दिवाली सरे कृष्णा ओल गुरुष्टु दिसंबर दिवाली सरे ओल गुरुष्टु गुरु एनकोरंगा ओम ज्ञान तिमरंदस्य चक्षुर्मिलेना तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोस्तापितमें भूतले स्वयं रूपाखदा ददाती स्वयं पदाति कम वंदेहम श्रीगुरु श्रीयुदाकमलम श्रीगुरु वैष्णवश्रीप सहग्रजात सहग्न रघुनाथ पिता तम सजीव साधवैत साधूत परिजन सहित श्रीकृष्णचैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपदाघ्न ललिता श्री विशाखा पितास् पंचकलपतरुभयचकृपा सिंधु पतीता पावनिभ्यो वैष्णोभ्यो नमो नमः नमो महावदमयाय कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदाय कृष्णा कृष्णचैतन्यनाम 
गौर्त सिनेमा हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधु दीन बंधु जगतपते गोपेश गोपिका कांत राधा कांत नमस्ते तप्त कंचन गौरंगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमामि हरि पीर जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभो नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधा शिवसादि गौर भक्त बिंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे ऑल टुगेदर लाउडली हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे नमः विष्णु पदाय कृष्ण प्रस्ताय भूतले सिमते तमाल कृष्ण गोस्वामीति नाम ने नमः विष्णु पदाय कृष्ण प्रस्ताय भूतले सिमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामीति नाम ने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवानि पिचारिने निर्विशेषिष्णवादि पाश्चात्देशतारिने ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवायाम ॐ नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया 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 ॐ नमो I'll, I'll chant the verse and please chant after me. Tuam ishe se jagatas tas tu sas chaham. Tuam ishe se jagatas Tuam ishe se jagatas tas tu sas chaham. Prane naha mukhe na pati prajanam Prane naha mukhe na pati prajanam Chitsaya chittahi mana indriyanam Chitasyaha chitahirmana indriyanam Pati mahan bhuta guneshyaha Pati mahan bhuta gunasasyesaha Tvamishe se jagatas tas tu sas chaham Prane na mukhe na pati prajanam Chitasyaha chitahirmana indriyanam Patir Mahan Bhuta Gunesha Yesha Prabhus Vamise Se Jagtas Tastu 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 Tast
and you are the controller of all desires. Prophet Bhastila Prabhupada, in this verse it is clearly indicated that the origin source of everything is life. Brahma was instructed by the Supreme Life, Krishna. Krishna is the Supreme Living Entity, Nityo Nityanam Chetana Chetanam. And Brahma is also a living entity. But the origin source of Brahma is Krishna. Therefore, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Mat Pratanaha Nayat Kinchid Astihi origin, there is no truth superior to me. Krishna is the origin, original source of Brahma. Who is the original source of the universe? Brahma is a representative of Krishna. And therefore, all the qualities and activities of Krishna are also present in Lord Brahma. Hare Krishna. So, here, Hirinakashpu, uh, he is trying to become immortal. The truth is, we are all immortal. Isn't that right? Because the soul is eternal, the soul never dies. But when we are in ignorance and when we think we are this body, then we think we are mortal. Do you understand that point? Because we are just changing the body. The soul is eternal. So we are immortal. So what Hiranyakashipu is asking for, he already is. But because of ignorance, because he is thinking he is this body, then the whole problem starts. So, in Bhagavad Gita, <clears throat> Arjun had the same problem. He was thinking about the bodily. He was thinking about his relatives in as far as the body goes. You now he was thinking about how to kill them. But if you know that you are eternal, you cannot be killed, then the problem already disappears. Does that make sense? So if you can just understand this point that we are eternal, we never die, then all our problem disappears. Whatever situation we are in, you know, our health-wise, where we are living, this is all temporary. It is only related to the body and we are not the body. All the relationship we have is based on this body. I am a husband, the relationship with wife, as a father, the relationship with the children, as a politician, relationship with the rest of the uh, people in the country. This is all temporary. One day you have it, next day is gone. I was talking to somebody at work and I said, now we work so hard to maintain this relationship. Somebody dies, you know. One year later, they think about you on the day. You know. Five years later, you hardly come in their mind, you know. When the next generation dies, you know, how many of you think about your grandparents or great-grandparents? I don't even know my great-grandparents. So whatever it is, this is all temporary and we work so hard for it. And the reason why we are here or in this situation is because we want to enjoy separate from Krishna. So just like we know, Every time, everyone knows, as soon as we see the light, there is sun, right? Understand that we are aware of it. 
right? We look at night, we look at the stars, we know the sunlight is being reflected of the stars. So we always know there is sun. Isn't that right? Okay, so if you can understand that Krishna is always there, Krishna is the supreme person, there's no more, no one else more supreme than Krishna, then our life becomes perfect. We think we are God. This is the problem, this is why we are in this material world. Because everybody is trying to enjoy, separate from God, right, landlord. You know, as soon as say, you know, at home, the husband is trying to have a load of the whole family. The father is trying to load over the children. Then you go to work, you know. You got your managers, your supervisors, they're trying to load over you. The manager is trying to load over them, right? And then you get the CEO who is trying to load over them. Then you look at the finance minister who is trying to load over all these. And then the CEO, you know, the prime minister. Everybody is trying to load over this. But the day you realize that you are not the Lord, you are seventh of the seven. Gopi Bhartu Path Kamlam Das Anu Das Anu Das. The day we realize that we are seventh, then everything becomes perfect. And this is what Bhagavad Gita is trying to teach us. This is what Krishna consciousness is trying to teach us. So if you can understand these two points, you know, you are insignificant. You are just like a drop of water from the ocean and Krishna is the ocean. The qualities of the water in one drop and the quality of the water in the ocean is same. They are both salty. But what is the difference? The quantity. So Krishna is supreme. We are very minute. And you understand this, then you surrender onto Krishna, then everything becomes perfect. Conclusion of Bhagavad Gita is Sarab Dharam Jamam Ekam Sharnam Excuse me. Abandon all variety of religion and just surrender unto me. And I'm going to destroy all your sins. I was reading in um, Srimad Bhagavatam Kento 6 where <clears throat> Ajamil, it's the pastime of Ajamil, and it is mentioned how powerful Krishna's name is. You look at the deities, you look at Krishna, all your sins are destroyed. Every time we come to the temple, we look at the deities, if you understand that they are the supreme person, Radha Ballava is you know, supreme, there is no one more supreme. All your sins are dis destroyed. He said you change the name of Krishna, once all your sins is dis destroyed. If you even imitate, you know, you just like, you know, somebody is doing, we do Harinam and somebody is in the street, hey, Haribol, Haribol, you know, all their sins are destroyed. Not only that, if you listen to Krishna's name, even don't chant, all your sins are destroyed. This is what's mentioned in the scriptures. So anybody who is here, you know, since we have started the class, we have chanted the Maha Mantra, you are pure. You might be thinking, oh, I'm so fallen, you know, how can I be pure, you know. But this is what the scriptures saying, you know. To not have complete faith in the scriptures is one of the offenses against the holy name. So you have to understand this. But the problem is that we don't have love for Krishna. That is the problem. Purity is there, but love hasn't come in there. So we have to make ourselves pure. We have to make ourselves 
understand about Krishna in association of the devotees so that we can also uh, actually have the tendency to love Krishna. And once we do that, then everything be becomes perfect. In this particular verse, Hirnakashpu is pra uh, praising Lord Brahma. What is he saying? I was reading this verse. Now in later one, if you will see that, here Hirnakashpu is thinking that Brahma is the Supreme Person. Later on, Brahma discloses himself that he is not the Supreme Person. So whatever Indra Hirnakashpu uh, is saying here, if you think, if he was praising Krishna, then it becomes perfect. But if you think it is about Lord Brahma, then it is not perfect. He says, your Lordship, being the origin of the life of this material world, is the master and controller of the living entities, both moving and stationary, and you inspire, inspire their consciousness. Yes, it is right to some extent, because Brahma has been given the task of creating this universe. So every living entity in this universe, their consciousness is in Brahma. Does that make sense? Just like <clears throat> we have different levels of consciousness. We are conscious of our body. Understand that point? We are conscious of what's happening in our body. You are consciousness of what is happening in your body. Then there are higher living entities who have more consciousness. Brahma has consciousness of all the living entities in this world. What is happening? And there's another person who also has the same thing, who in a way is our Brahma in this material world. Who is that? No. Vishnu is not of this world, but yeah. Yes. Yamraj knows everything about every living entity because he is the one who determines what kind of punishment or reward going to get. Isn't that right? If he doesn't know what's happening to us, what we are doing, what kind of karma we are performing, then how will he be able to actually judge and give the judgment at the end of the day? And I also said that he is in a way our Brahma because what happens to Brahma at the end of the day? He also dies. So Yamraj is in charge of death. Right? But ultimately Krishna is in charge of death. But if you look at Brahma, you know you might have heard of that pastime where <clears throat> once Brahma went to Dwarka and then uh, he told the doorkeeper that uh, I want to see Krishna. So the doorkeeper went, you know, the guard went and told Krishna that Brahma is there. So Krishna went and asked him to go and ask, which Brahma? So he went and asked, which Brahma? He said, what do you mean? Brahma. Chaturmukha Brahma. In other words, Brahma has how many heads? Four heads. So he said, four-headed Brahma. Then he went to Krishna and then he asked Krishna, Krishna, why did you say which Brahma? So Brahma was thinking, I'm such a great person, you know, I'm the controller of everything. I'm the greatest person in this world after Krishna. And then Krishna said, okay, just hold on. <clears throat> so he called all the Brahmas. And then all the Brahmas started coming. 
Some had ten heads, somebody had hundred heads, somebody had thousand heads, someone had million heads and all of them were paying in a small place, you know, all the Brahmas are there. And our Brahma only had four heads. Right? So his, you know, ego got crushed a little bit, you know. So our Brahma is conscious of everybody in this material world, but they're hundreds and thousands and millions of other universes. And in each of these universes, there's a Brahma. And they're conscious of the, about all the living entities in their planet. But of all the planets, who is conscious of that? Krishna. So Krishna is the supreme person. Now if you understand this, Krishna is the Supreme. Just imagine, you know, so many living entities, Brahma is in charge of it, the millions of living entities, you know, in different planets. And then only person who is, knows about every living entity is Krishna. So don't you think, as we were talking about our relationship before, <coughs> husband, wife and everybody. Now, parents, die, grandparents die, you might love them, but after a while they leave you. You know, in, even now, you know, there's divorce and things like that. You know, you don't have a relationship. Children leave their parents, you know, they go out overseas or something, you hardly see them. Isn't that right? We chase after them and they go away from you, you know. You worry about them and they don't care about you. Until they become parents, then one day they realize, oh, okay, I should have actually cared more, you know. But there's one person who never leaves us. Who is that? Regardless of what the situation is, Krishna is always with us. As the super soul, he never leaves us. I was talking to my daughter, and I was just talking about this, and I said, how unappreciative and how You know, how bad our situation is. That the person who loves us most, who never leaves us, we force him to stay in a most abnormal place. And I was thinking of this body, you know. What is this body made of? We get so much love. There's a story about a man who got very, uh, he got very, uh, he wanted to enjoy this particular woman. She was a beautiful woman, but the woman was more saintly. So, as she kept on insisting, so she said, okay, come in three days' time. How many of you heard of this? So he said, come in a few days' time, three days' time. So, she went, when he went away, she started taking some kind of uh, purgative, right? And what it made her do was vomit and pass stool and everything. And whatever she passed, she kept it in a container. So after three days, you know, when you get sick, you know, you see how you, how you look like, your skin gets wrinkled, you know, all the beauty goes away. Three days later, this gentleman comes, knocks on the door, she opens the door and he says, I came to see so-and-so person, you know. And she said, that's me, you know. This guy said, no, 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 it can't be you. That lady was so beautiful and he's trying to describe her, how beautiful she was. He says, no, it's me. She said, no, it can't be. I just saw her three days ago. Then he said, okay, let me show her, show you. So he, she, he took 
She took him in that container where all these vomit stool and everything was in there. She said, what you saw me three days ago is whatever you're seeing me now and whatever is in that container. Combine the two is what I was three days ago. If you think I'm not beautiful, my beauty is gone, then the beauty is in that container. So what does it mean? All the beauty is, what is it made of? No? And in this body, what is there? You know, if you really look at this body, you got vomit, you got stool, you got urine, you got blood, you got bone, you got hair, you got skin. Isn't that right? And this is how foolish we are. It has been nicely wrapped by the skin and we think it is so beautiful. I was thinking of one day, I think, what would be a nice way to actually give a class to give this, uh, pass this point. Suppose I bring you a gift and I put all these things inside it and then wrap it nicely, you know, decorate it nicely. And I say, please take this. How many of you would say, no, I don't want it? You didn't know, know what was the content. You're just looking at the top. How, would, how many of you say, okay, that's a nice gift? How many of you? You don't think it'll be nice? Right? Everyone will say it's a nice gift because that's what happens until you open it. So when we get attracted to another person, when we say somebody is beautiful, a woman is beautiful or a man is handsome, what we are looking is just on top. We do not see what is inside there. But if we have this knowledge of what is the body made of, you know, somebody spits, people say, oh, yuck, you know. Isn't that right? You pass through, you have to go and have a shower, you know. But that's all inside us. And our greatest friend, Krishna, we force him to stay in that. How grateful we are. Isn't that right? So you should pray to Krishna, please help me get out of this miserable situation so at least you can be somewhere nice. It's heavy, eh? But it is the truth. So if you don't want to get out of here, at least for sake of Krishna, get out of here. Please go to spiritual hall where we don't have these abnormal things. Krishna's body is when you have a spiritual body, then you don't have all this, you know, ill thing. So we should look like that. We should actually pray to Krishna like that. You know, Krishna is our friend. He never leaves us. You know, life after life, even though we have forgotten about him, we don't look at him, we are against him, he never leaves us. He's always in our heart, he's always with us. And after millions of millions of lifetime, <coughs> we're talking about Brahma. When you leave the spiritual world, when you come to the material world, the first person you become is who? Brahma. So we have already been Brahma. We have already in been in charge of everybody in the material universe. But we have fallen down, we have fallen down. Now we are, you know, we can't even control our own family, which is a few of us. You know. Yet we are trying to be master. But by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada, we have an opportunity to get out of here.
Prabhupada has given us everything that we need to get out of here. And we see on a daily basis that people are living. Whatever is in the scriptures, people are living according to the scriptures. Couple of days ago, Kandambaka Maharaj left. The way he left, he left in the dham. He left while devotees were chanting for him. All over the world people were praying for him. Isn't that right? He was chanting, he was in full Krishna consciousness. You know, his body was getting weak but his mind was clear. Until the last minute he was still chanting the Mahamantra. Jayadvaita Maharaj was saying, he was chanting on his beats. In the beginning he was chanting loudly, then he could see that he was chanting. And then towards the end he was just, the beats were moving. Because he could not even move his tongue, that's how bad his situation was. And yet he was chanting. Maharaj told him, you don't have to chant. He said, no Maharaj, don't tell me this. I have to chant. This was the determination. These are the kind of devotees, you know, and we are fortunate. By their mercy, we can also get there. The only thing is that we have to take always shelter of Srila Prabhupada and his devotees. <clears throat> Otherwise, you know, we want to become like Hirnakashpu, you know, we want to control the whole world. We want to become immortal in this particular body. Why want this to body? This body is miserable. It's getting old, it's getting sick, you know. If you think you won't get sick, just spend a little bit of time with somebody old, you know. In a few minutes you're going to realize, you know, this, this is no fun. So while you are still young, while your body is still good, you know, while you still can do stuff, try to actually make the best use of this bad bargain, as Srila Prabhupada said. Try to get out of this material world. Chant Hare Krishna. What did Maharaj said? I don't know, how many of you had seen the last message from uh, Kadambakarna Maharaj? He basically said that, this is the last message of somebody leaving this world. He said, Prabhupada has given us everything. When Kaliyu came, right in the beginning, when Parikshit Maharaj was uh, in the, walking in his kingdom, he saw, he saw a person who was dressed as a royal, and he was beating a cow, right? He has broken three of the legs. And then Parikshit Maharaj was ready to kill him. But then immediately what this person did is fell down at his feet. And he said, please forgive me. And I was thinking just today, when we were paying Danduvats, you know. And I was saying, the most powerful thing of everything is the dust of the lotus feet of the devotees, right? So when you get an opportunity to actually go down, devotees are just chanting, dancing, running there. You want, you don't have to touch somebody's feet. Come to the temple and do dandavats, you're going to get the uh, dust of their lotus feet. Isn't that right? It is here, it's everywhere. It's so simple. So he fell down at his lotus feet. And who was that? Kali personified. And, uh, and he said, please, I'm one of the citizens of your kingdom. Please give me a place to live. And then Parikshit Maharaj said, okay, so anybody who surrenders to somebody is given residence. And he was a king, he said, okay, you can stay in four places. Where, what are those four places? 
wherever there is meat-eating, gambling, intoxication, and illicit sex. So Srila Prabhupada, from the 16th chapter of, I think, First Canto, he took these and made four principles for us to follow. And those are the four principles we are following. So if you follow those four principles, you're going to avoid the influence of Kali. Because Kali resides in those places. So if you do not want to be influenced by Kali, follow these four principles, avoid these four principles. And then 500 years ago, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came. And what did he do? He gave us the means of how you can get Braj Bhakti. How you can get, not only get out of this material world, but go to the spiritual world. And what did he give us? Chant. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Not only he gave us this mantra, this mantra is eternal, but he invested his potencies in there. Brahmas, one day, there are four yugas, right? What are those yugas? Satyug, Treta Yug, Dwapar, and Kaliyug. Four yugas, right? One thousand of those becomes one twelve hours of Brahma, one day of Brahma. So Satyug, uh, Kaliyug is four hundred and thirty-two thousand years. So four million three hundred and twenty thousand years is twelve hours of Brahma. Think about it. Four million. And the same amount is his night. Then he lives for a year, which is 365 days. He lives for 100. Just imagine what is the length of Brahma's time. And in comparison, so if you really look at it, it's billions of years, am I right? But in comparison to Krishna, not even Krishna, one of his expansion of his expansion, Mahavishnu, is one breath. He breathes out. All the universes are created. Brahma lives for 100 years. He breathes in, everything goes inside. So what is the significance? Can you just imagine? It's beyond our understanding, right? So this is how great Krishna is. So if you understand his greatness, and we respect him and worship him, and you want to go and serve him with love and devotion, that's what this whole process is all about. This is what Bhakti Yoga is about. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave us this Maha Mantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. <coughs> but chanting this mantra with love and devotion, once you get it from a pure devotee, just like Srila Prabhupada, anybody from that uh, office followers, then you can get out of this material world. Once you chant this Maha Mantra, all your sins are destroyed. This is according to the scriptures. We are always saying, you talk to people, you say, oh, I'm so sinful, you know. It's nice to feel like that. But you should understand that you are sinful if you are uh, committing offense on the strength of the name. But you keep chanting, you know, you keep praying to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you keep praying to Nityanand Prabhu, you pray to Srila Prabhupada, you pray to the devotees, that please give us the knowledge, give us so that we can get out of here. We have to do one thing. This is the most important thing. What is that? 
we have to take shelter. You keep taking shelter. Don't try to evaluate yourself, where you are, how advanced you are, how fallen you are. Just keep taking shelter. Shelter of the devotees, shelter of your spiritual master, shelter of Tulsi Maharani, tell shelter of Krishna. Now, Prabhupada has given us in everything. The prayer we chant, you know, every morning to Tulsi Maharani, how powerful is that? We don't even realize what we are chanting. We even don't realize what we are asking for. But it's so powerful. We are actually asking that we could actually save them in the kunjas. Who lives in the kunjas? This is the highest of the... Uh, Radha and Krishna are in the kunjas. This is what we are asking for. Personal service. So Srila Prabhupada has given us everything. Not only has given us, he has given the cream of everything. He has translated Srimad Bhagavatam, which is the ripened fruit of the, all the Vedas. You don't have to read all the Vedas. You read Srimad Bhagavatam, if you understand, you listen to it, you know, it's enough to take you back to Godhead. But you have to do it with, you know, you should take shelter of the books, you should shelter of the spiritual master. And he has given us Gaurnitai, they're so merciful. Gornita is so merciful that they forgive you before you commit the offenses. And what do you need to surrender to them? Little bit of shardha, little bit of faith. All you say, please, Nityananda, save me, you know. That's all you do, please, Nityananda, save me. That's it. And you keep surrendering in that way, you know, one day you'll become perfect. And we can all go back just like Maharaj went a couple of days. Now we might be thinking, you know, there's two ways to look at it. He's gone back to God, he's with Krishna. We're gonna miss his association. Maharaj was so nice, he was so approachable. And one thing was that he was coming to Melbourne all the time, you know. I was just talking to my wife, she said, Maharaj was so approachable, she said, if I'm walking, she used to walk here and she's always say, Hare Krishna Maharaj, he'll immediately stop and start talking to you. He had all the time for the devotees. It was not like oh, who, a woman or, you know, he was a sannyasi. No, he didn't have. He was so approachable, he was there for everyone. Now he's in a better place where he can actually help us. So if you pray to him, he's with Krishna, he can recommend us to Krishna. And you know, when a devotee recommends to Krishna, you know, everything becomes easy. So, just be in this moment, chant Hare Krishna, read Prabhupada's book. One thing we don't do enough if we read Prabhupada's book. Everything is there. You know, it becomes, it makes you... See, you need two things to make advancement in spiritual life. If you want bhakti, you need two things. What is, what are those? Sincerity is there, but you need vairagya, detachment from material stuff, and attachment to Krishna. So you need these two things. So to do devotional service, you need those things. Once you read, start reading Bhagavatam, just like I was reading the story about, you know, that woman, you know, that man who was lusty about this woman. If you really understand that, then you say, what am I looking at, you know? If you really understand this, you know, you're looking in the mirror, Every morning when you're trying to dress up to go to work and say, what am I? Is it worth decorating this so well? 
Isn't that right? What am I decorating? Bones, blood, vomit, stool, urine. Isn't that right? And he say, okay, at least, you know, let's make the best use of the bad bargain. Let's get out of here, you know. Let's not put Krishna, our dear friend, anymore in this miserable situation. Okay. So we'll stop here if anyone has any comments or questions. Yes, go. Uh, thank you very much, Prabhu. Excellent class. Uh, now, my father passed away a month ago. He was only 60. And even Karambakarana Kadamba, Swami Maharaj passed away. So, so many close, when you're in mid-30ish, 40, you know, you see, realize a lot of closed ones. Uh, you know, your uh, ancestor, uncle, you know, a lot of people, they pass away. And new, pe you know, new kids born and, you know, sometimes it's feel like, uh, what is this, you know. Uh, or how to be, you know, in touch. They're already gone, but how to get their blessings or how to connect with them, if you could. The best thing is to become Krishna's devotee. Because when Prahlad Maharaj, uh, we're going to hear later on in the Bhagavatam, when Hirnaka, uh, Lord Narsingadev asked him to get a boon, you know, he said, I don't want anything. I'm not doing a business with you. This is my position. I always want to save you with love and devotion. You know, I don't need anything from you. You know everything. You're already looking after me. Why do I need any, anything? Just like a father who has children, he's looking after. The children don't have to ask anything to the father. Father is already providing everything. So he said, you're already giving me. Why do I need to ask for anything? And then Narsingadev said, please ask something. He said, if you really want to give me something, then help my father. And Lord Narsingadev said, not only you, how many generations? Fourteen generations, front and back both ways, right? Will be liberated just by being you becoming a devotee. So, <clears throat> if people are born in India, they are from birth, they are already chanting Krishna's name. Isn't that right? People's name are Vishnu Prasad, Ram Prasad, places are, you know, they go to Yamuna, they go to Ganga, they take bath there. So it's called a tapobhumi. It's all, they're already being piety. But what they lack is devotional service. Most of them. Because they do not understand who Krishna is. Most of the people end up worshipping demigods. Most of the people follow the Vedas to get, um, for sense gratification. I want this, I want this material stuff. Just like what Hirnakashpu is asking for. I want to be the master of the whole universe. And this is what everybody is asking for. But you have, being in this situation, in this movement, you know, you are in a position where you can get the purest thing of all that. You can get the fruit of the whole Vedas. You can get Krishna Bhakti. So if you become a devotee of Krishna, then everybody gets the benefit. The whole parampara becomes the benefit. Then you don't have to worry about how to help them because Krishna will take care of that. 
I, I chanted Prabhu when my father died. <coughs> he, when he was conscious, I chanted, and you know, I had the Bhagavad Gita book. But when he went into coma, we, he was no, he was, we couldn't, uh, he was not conscious, and then he passed away. Uh, 59. Yeah. So at that time, I don't know whether, you know, whatever I chanted, I used to go, you know, see him in the visit and I used to chant in his right here and things, but I don't know how, uh, you know, the part so What you have to understand is this, this Mao Mantra, this name of Krishna is very powerful. As I mentioned in the class, you know, not only somebody chants, if somebody hears, they get purified. So what happens is that if all their karma is finished, at least they'll get a higher birth. And because if they uh, listen to Krishna's name, then they will have an opportunity to get born in a place where they can continue that from there. That, that's the least we can do. But if he was conscious of Krishna, then he gets out of this material. Now, Ajamil, he chanted Narayan's name. He was not even thinking of Lord Narayan. Whom was he thinking of? His son. But Narayan's name is so powerful that at the end of the time, you know, he was chanting or somebody else chants for you the same thing, you know, you get purified. And then you get another opportunity. So Ajamil did not get, you know, when the Vishnu Dutas came, they did not take him straight away. But they let him live. And then he went to Badrikashram and then that's where he purified himself and then eventually the Vishnu Dutas came and uh, took him away. So, by becoming a devotee, by praying for him, you know, um, what I do is, I don't know who Krishna is, but I try to save his devotees. So, on his behalf, if you can save prasadam to the devotees, or you come and do some service on the in the temple and pray to Krishna, whatever I have done, please offer this to my father. So these are the things you can do, you know. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that we are all individuals. The soul never dies. Who is your father? Who is your mother? It's very temporary. Understand what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> Um, in the same, in the, uh, when Chitraketu, he lost his son. You know that pastor? Chitraketu lost his son. He didn't have son. He had 10 million wives and he had no son. So he was very sad. So Angira came and he said, okay, how are you doing? And he said, everything is all right except I don't have son. So in our Vedic culture, we know that we need to, the son, we need our son because there's past, you know, what you could do, Sharda, you know, the Sharda ceremony. And by this, the fathers and the forefathers benefit if they are in the Pitruloka and other places. But now, nobody knows about that. I was thinking, what is the point of having sons in Kaliyug? Nobody does that. I don't even do it for my parents. My father used to do it. But after that, because he did not tell us what you are doing. Now I understand it because of reading from the scriptures, but I didn't know what they were doing and whatever they were doing wasn't even right, you know. What you're supposed to do is, you cook nice bhoga, you offer it to Vishnu and then you offer it to that person. They were just cooking everything, putting under a tree and uh, the greatest beneficiary was the dogs, you know. They're going to have a fish there. Uh, but, <clears throat> so this is the reason why 
you know, we need children to do all those things. But when you become a devotee, then you don't have to worry about that. Krishna takes care of everything. Okay. So just chant, you know, if you, really, if you really miss him, chant around on his behalf. And then pray to uh, Lord, say, please, actually pass this benefit to whatever is. And his devotional, don't worry about it. Do not worry about it. Just do whatever you are doing here to chant, you know, not only you'll save yourself, you'll save everybody that's around you, you know. Thank you, Prabhu. Thank you. Anyone else has any comments, any questions? Hare Krishna, Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Even while practicing, uh, time to time these thoughts come that is progress is happening or not? Um, that doubt comes. Mm. Also, sometimes feel moroseness as well. So, how to deal with this situation? If you have that situation, that means you are making progress. If you have this doubt, am I making progress? That means you are making progress. If you think you have become pure, that's a problem. <laughs> so, in the beginning, when you join the movement, you know, I remember myself, you know, I thought, oh, I'm the right person. No, everybody in the family is a demon, you know. <laughs> Correct. You know, you should follow whatever I'm telling you, I'm pure, you know. But as the more you mature, the more you realize when I'm full of so many, you know, I'm trying to chant, I'm not trying. Because now you have the knowledge, you should chant with, uh, you know, with attention. But the mind wanders all over the place. The biggest problem is the mind. And what did Arjuna said about mind? It is easier to control the raging wind then control the mind. Mm -hmm. If we can control the mind, then everything becomes easy. What is mind? You know, this duality, happiness and sadness, all these things is dependent on the mind. For example, okay, I give you this barfi, right, that we have in the temple every day, we offer to the deities. And you live in the temple and you get it every day. I give it to you. How much happiness do you get out of it? You get it every day. You can get it whenever you want. How much? Now I give it to somebody, you know, who lived in Melbourne, but is not here from, he used to get it. Now he doesn't get it. I give it to him. Prabhu, this is Radha Ballab's Mahaprasadam. Yeah. What does he say? Prabhu, thank you very much, you know. I remember when we had COVID, and I used to come and cook because we were distributing prasadam and people couldn't come to the temple. So, we don't know how many people for cook for, so we cook. So, whatever was left over, <coughs> I used to go and distribute it to the devotees. I live in the West, I would take it, knock on the door, probably how many plates you want, so I'll go to different places. You'd see the bliss they get on there. It's just like, you know, I have given them the greatest thing. I've given them prasadam from the temple. Prabhu, thank you very much, you know. They still talk about it. Because that's what the mind is. When you get it all the time, you don't realize it. You don't take it, you know. I give you, you know, you're a farmer. You have apples in your farm. I give you an apple. Doesn't it make any difference to you? But if I give an apple to somebody who can't afford it, you know, a beggar who is hungry, he'll appreciate it. So it's all in the mind. So mind is like that. But what you have to understand is that, you know, when you have this thing, you know, like the more you advance, 
the more humble you become the more you think you are not a devotee so when this doubt starts coming you know am i making progress then you are making progress i was listening to his holiness tamal krishna maharaj that's what he said if you don't have this doubt am i making any progress that means uh, either you don't care or you are too puffed up you know there's too much pride in there so keep chanting again the message today was keep taking shelter keep taking shelter of prabhupad pray to prabhupad you know pray to guru maharaj you have given me this mantra to chant i don't have the ability please help me pray to nityananda pray to chaitanya mahaprabhu you gave us this mantra i don't have ability please please help me keep taking shelter of the holy name keep taking shelter of the devotees keep taking shelter of the lord you know just to help if it becomes easy then that's it you know so krishna makes it difficult makes you hanker for it and this is why all these difficulties come thank you prabhu does that answer your question yes anybody else any comments any questions <coughs> okay we'll finish here ग्रंथराश्रीमद्भागवतम की जय शिल प्रौपात की जय गोनिताय की जय शिशिरादा बल्लव की जय जगन्नाथ बलदेव सुभद्रा देवी की जय गोर प्रमानंदी गोर प्रमानंदी ओल गोरिस टू द असेंबल द बॉडीज ओल गोरिस टू द असेंबल द बॉडीज ओल गोरिस टू द असेंबल पंचकल्पत्र वैश्या कृपा सिंधी विचा पतिता नाम पावनिभ्यो वैष्णवियो नमो नमः Because you are so pure, okay? It's not for this, but it's...